It's Andy and Cat Magic 95.1 WAJI. If you missed earlier in our show, Cat mentioned that she is excited to get ready for morel mushroom hunting season. I am. I love to go mushroom hunting. And it's because it's a tradition that my parents used to take me when I was a when I was a little girl. We used to trape through the woods looking for these mysterious mushrooms. And the weather's been a little wonky, as it we has. know. We've had extreme colds, and then we get 70 and 80 degree days. I don't know what that does for the mushrooms. I don't know that it's great for any flowering fungus <laughs> right? <laughs> that's out there. Kat, of course, is grew up in southern Indiana, still has a network of friends and support system and family there. Mm-hmm. And they have already started morale mushroom hunting because the weather's, you get it, yeah. a little warmer, warmer there. down there. So here in the next two, three weeks, if not now, mm-hmm. it, you might be able to find a morale mushroom or six. So Kat is already uh, sort of planning weekends in advance, recipes she's trying. Look, I've never had a morale mushroom. From what I understand, there are like finding like, I don't know, a wizard wand in the woods <laughs> that uh, if you find them, they're magical and mystical and you cook them up with butter and garlic. You know what? I think it would be good for the show if you and I went out mushroom hunting oh together God. and then just record part of it because I can only imagine it would last five minutes in the woods for you. I don't have a ton of patience. I know. You'd be like, where are these mushrooms? I don't see any. Let's go back to the car. Come on, take me back home. I don't. I don't. I know some people like relax by fishing and you relax by hunting. And and they say the best part is not the actual catching of the fish or the shooting of the deer. It is the waiting and the anticipation. To you people, I go, huh? (laughs) (laughs) What? You're telling me the best part is just the time away, the meditation. Yes. That, it's the, nature. The solitude. It's being one yes. with the woods and the ticks. Here's my thing. I mean, we're an agricultural state. We're a farming, soybean, corn. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea that you can't plant morel mushrooms. I know. That you just have baffling. to magically hope the spores release. Yes. And then find some sort of damp area yes. to grow and harvest for two or three weeks. I am baffled of the things we can do in this world, but we can't mass produce morel mushrooms. No, you can't. I don't can't. understand it. I don't. We can send people to the moon. We come <laughs> up with vaccines. Yes. We can do all of these things. We but cannot. But mushroom we manufacturing produce that. is a straight up conundrum for science. <laughs> Andy and Kat, good morning. Hi, morel mushroom chat. Good morning. I had a, a boss that I worked for and they loved, I mean, they lived for it. There was like a group, like two or three salesmen and the boss. And every year they would start talking about it and mm-hmm. look forward to it. And God forbid you mention where you find them because that's like national treasure because you don't want anybody else to know your spot. Yeah. This is true. It is. You're right. Thank you for the call. Yes, it is. You. It is. It's government secrets. There's no. a couple things in the world that people, even if they're very good hearted, Christian, nice people will not share with you. They will not share a reliable babysitter. Oh, yeah. That's true. And they will not share where they find morel mushrooms. Those Mm -hmm. are the biggest secrets people will take to the grave. Andy and Cat Magic 95.1. Are you guys ready for space news? I'm so excited. I feel like you're not. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know where you caught the sarcasm there. (laughs) NASA. Uh Uh-huh has alerted Earth 
that a 600-pound satellite mm-hmm. is expected to re-enter Earth's atmosphere today. Is it going to crash onto Earth, or is it just going to float down and land somewhere? Well, it usually either burns up in the atmosphere oh, okay. or lands. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, welcome to... <laughs> biology. Uh, well, nope. <laughs> it's Earth science. Earth science. Biology is plants. <laughs> oh, God, chaos. Just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. No, you're not. <laughs> the satellite has been orbiting the Earth for 20 years. And NASA says, just so you know, the Earth's population continues to increase. Do what you want, but the odds of that satellite hitting a person today are, in fact, 1 in 2,467. Move on about your day. Billion? Nope. Are you saying that if I go out for a jog this afternoon, I could be hit by a satellite? Yes. I'm and my chances are one in 2,467. 2, That's right. That's not right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. That's right. I'm staying indoors today. That's what I'm... Why is oh that not a gosh. bigger story? Okay. Why I, is... Yes, that's I'm a glad big... you did that story oh, now. Oh, now how space yeah. news feel, Space huh? news is, huh? is pretty important Probably today. Probably just saved your dang life today. Man, it's going to be nice today. I was hoping to go out for a jog or something. 73 degrees well, and I could be hit by a, uh, a can... satellite falling out of space. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <sighs> this is a big deal. I've been watching the news this morning while we're talking, obviously. Right. You know how many people They don't have covered... anything on it. That's what I'm saying. One in, in 2,000 and something? Now, Chance? I'm not saying it's you. But I'm saying the odds aren't terrible that this lands in somebody's yard. Boy, wouldn't that be a sight to see, though? I Remember, mean, seriously. The Earth, as they go on to say, it's 70% water. So the greatest odds are hitting water. Yeah, right. But if it does I hope hit they're the tracking per- this thing. I mean, I hope they're oh, tracking it sure. and, and, you know, sending out some sort of warning. Yeah, they're looking at spy balloons and all the other stuff. <laughs> so here's a chance of uh, somebody, something, that satellite. It's so big, it's 600 pounds, that it may be large enough to not burn up in the atmosphere Uh and hit somebody. Uh Uh-oh. All right. Well, I like your. I take yeah. back what I said about space news Thank because you. this is this is pretty important. Like That's I feel I'm like saying. this was a good public service announcement. That's Andy, what the radio was meant for. I know. Gosh, oh, I am scary. disseminating information the public needs, and nobody cares. <laughs> nobody. Sandy and Cat, it's Magic 95.1 WAJI. As you may have learned, it sounds like a bit, but it's not. Cat has um, signed up to run a marathon in like a week and a half, a mini marathon, you know, 13.1 miles. Kat used to be a runner. It's not completely out of left field. She's run events before, but she's done very little training to prepare for this. Her girlfriend is going through some life renaissance and she has really gotten into uh, running. She has. She wants all this stuff. She lost a bunch of weight. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. The friend from Southern Indiana wants to come up to visit Kat, but the two ladies need some sort of, quote, 
planned activity to do. Again, when my friends come to visit, we sit and talk. Sometimes we have a cocktail. Sometimes we go out to dinner. Cat, however, has figured, man, why do that when we can run 13.1 miles while one of us, me, is not prepared to do so? Now, with that in mind, Cat not being a quitter. This is true. I have reached out to a running coach. So over Facebook, I reached out to a running coach, Coach Neewitty. And I was a little bit discouraged because after 24 hours or so, he still hadn't responded back to me. I mean, what do you write back? I want to run a mini. I've got like 10 days to prepare. Can you help me out here? Oh, God. Yeah. So finally, last night, he responded back to to my request. And the opening line is, laugh out loud. You must be hurting for a beatdown. <laughs> this I will be hurting for a beatdown. He said, um, he goes on to give me like the strategy of what I should do on race day. Not so much how I should prepare for this race, but what I should prepare for on the day of the race. Like he your said, will. He cites like my your, will, your Andy. Your emergency thank you. contact. <laughs> your my emergency contact is you, by the way. And what about like Making sure your insurance is covered at all the major medical facilities here in town. <laughs> yes, I do have that. And I will be taking a copy of my insurance card with me and putting it on the back of my bib. So he says that what I should do now is do a run-walk method. It's 10 minutes of running and 5 minutes of walking and go for 8 to 10 miles. That way my body gets used to the long distance. And then afterwards he goes on to say you need to ice your feet you need to put them up, get all the elastic acid out of there, and uh, don't don't uh, do any strenuous work the next day. So I told you all of it. I said all of those things in a much more entertaining and humorous way. By the way, you did. I told you I did this in my 20s. I ran a mini marathon with zero training because mm-hmm. I was an Adonis of a man in my 20s. Mm-hmm. You know me, right? You know mm-hmm. Greek god of pale, and here I was the next day. I couldn't get up from the toilet without flopping off of it and then crawling to a sink to pull my body up because my lower half refused to function because of my <laughs> lactic acid that's in there and built up. Now, do you, did you do leg drains after your race? I don't race? even know what that means. Leg drains? You put your you lay on the floor and you put your legs above you in the air? I thought that's what you do if and you're you a woman like, when you want to get pregnant. <laughs> I mean, it's called something different. Okay. It's not called leg drains. It's called something different. Okay. But you kind of like squeeze the, the blood back down to your oh hips. My God. So you're supposed to do leg drains. All I'm right. supposed to ice. So that's terrible. Can I we, hate icing. By the way, is this running coach someone you had known in, in, in your life? Or did you just Google random running Running coach? coaches? No, I mean, he's a friend of mine on Facebook. And I know he coaches people. Like, he's a very well-known coach in southern Indiana. So I thought that maybe I would reach out to him and he would be kind enough to help me out here. Give me some advice. I thought the rumor was that maybe back in the high school era, you might have been sweet on him. Uh, I don't know about that. I'm not confirming or denying any of that. I will not confirm or deny any of that. Or that he was sweet on you. Uh, I don't know about that either. I am totally swimming in the awkward over here. Do you see me? I'm trying to run away from this topic right now. Well, I'm letting you know. Don't run for more than 10 minutes without walking. 
Sandy and Kat, it's Magic 95.1 WAJI. As always, thanks for hanging out with us. If you ever miss anything on the show, get caught up each and every day, Monday through Friday, with the Andy and Kat podcast. Just search Andy and Kat wherever you get your podcasts. One of the stories yesterday, if you missed it, uh, was David Bridal filed for bankruptcy again. Some people think the timing's interesting as we are obviously in uh, just finished up tax season. Of course, it's also wedding season. Spring, summer, fall are the months that people get married. Um, so here's a little bit of a breakdown of that. In fact, this whole next segment will be fun with audio. Fun with oh, audio with Andy and Kat. Here All we right. go. David's bridal has learned a lot of brides now want to be informal or buy wedding gowns at thrift stores. Ain't that nice? We hope you have a nice wedding wearing hand-me-downs. We're going broke. But if you still want to buy a new dress, we're located at, well, you know where we're located. You're well aware of where we're located. And just for the record, yes, some of you were too big for the dress. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Brutal. Wedding dresses could range anywhere from like $4,000 to $7,000 for a wedding dress. And I just think that maybe they might have outpriced themselves right. in the market. Yeah, I, I, there, I don't know why there's not like a sell back or buy back program. Right, with wedding dresses. With wedding dresses. And I know the answer is you don't want to be married almost from superstition reasons right. in other people's clothes. But I think that superstition has sort of come and went. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think on. a lot of us are superstitious about that anymore. Or you're a little stitious. <laughs> Gosh, I knew you were going to say that. I look over at you and I just knew you were going to say that. Switching gears, fun with audio continues as anything can be made better or sexier as long as you have an accent. A guy in Australia woke up with a huntsman spider in his underwear. Mm. And he shared that video of the spider nestled <laughs> in his waistband of his boxer briefs. Mm -hmm. The Huntsman Venom, by the way, can make you sick, but they're not fatal, oh, just okay. so you know. They look like a big uh, spider, but not they're not the hairy tarantula kind. <sighs> um, so anyway, proof that anything is made sexier, despite what you're talking about, with an accent. I woke up this morning with something moving in my pants and this huntsman spider was sleeping against my gonads, <laughs> keeping nice and warm. Look at the glitter in its eye. I had a great old time. I thought I felt something moving. <laughs> had a great old time. <laughs> a glisten in his eye? Oh, look at him nestled oh, there, all happy oh, and crikey. hot. I woke up this morning with something moving in my pants and this huntsman spider was sleeping against my gonads, <laughs> keeping nice and warm. Look at the glitter in its eye. I had a great old time. I thought I felt something moving. Jeez. Oh, have you ever found anything in your underpants? No, I tried all through high school. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy and Kat, it's Magic 95.1 WAJI. One of my favorite stories of the day is this viral video, which will bring to you of a CEO of a high-end furniture company. The name of the furniture company is Miller Knoll. Never even heard of this furniture company. And uh, her name is Andy Owen. She's the CEO. And of course, CEOs in America today are often, you know, compensated in millions and then they get bonuses to how much they can grow the share of the stock price and all of this. So 
Anyway, she is, this clip is apparently her team members did not like her motivational speech of scolding workers for being upset that they didn't meet their bonus goals and were, what will we do to survive without our bonuses? Meanwhile, again, she's a woman who makes million dollars on bonuses. I think yep. her salary is like six million, supposedly, and she earns like 1.2 million a year in bonus. Anyway, here you go. Here is this woman who I do think has some sound advice, but can you not hear the cattiness in her tone? Oh, it's Questions bad. came through about how can we stay motivated if we're not going to get a bonus. Some of them were nice and some of them were not so nice. So I'm going to address this head on. Don't ask about what are we going to do if you don't get a bonus? Get the damn $26 million. Spend your time and your effort thinking about the $26 million we need and not thinking about what you're going to do if we don't get a bonus. All right. I had an old boss who said to me one time, you can visit Pity City, but you can't live there. So people leave Pity City. Let's get it done. Thank you. Have a great day. Day. You can hear that at the end. Uh, does anybody listening have great advice, a boss or a teacher or a coach instilled into you that you're still ingrained in your daily life today some such a slogan like you can visit pity city but, but you, you can't, can't stay, stay there, there. Do I have- you can visit pity city but you can't live there so people <laughs> leave pity city let's get it done by the way, I can see myself telling my kids that. Yeah, I can see you telling your kids that too. <laughs> Look, Violet, you know that birthday party you want it? It's not going to happen. So before you start crying, let me tell you this. You can visit Pity City, but don't you think about living there. <laughs> then Mel walks in the room, she's wipes like, her tears away. And she's like, oh, I just got a deal. We're going to Chuck E. Cheese. I'm like, what? No, that's no. I was told her we're not doing that. Uh, I just love also that apparently the new way to fire yourself is to leak the private company video Zoom call to the no internet. No kidding. And uh, then out your CEO boss who makes millions of dollars. Golly. <laughs> I also want to know about Miller. This might be the best publicity Miller Knoll has furniture ever has ever gotten <laughs> ever. <laughs> I mean, do I have to screw it in myself with a doll rod? If not, you might get me as a buyer one day.